Greetings and welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary Montgomery and my lovely wife, Elder Josephine Gamboa, in the house today. Yes, and welcome, radio and podcast family. We are so grateful to be back. Um, seems like a long winter and hopefully a beautiful spring and summer. Well, they say April showers bring May flowers. That's it. And, uh, all I'm seeing is weed right now. <laughs> now that we have relocated to Oklahoma, there's a lot of exciting news that we want to share. Not only yes. that we moved to Oklahoma, but we are changing the format of the Stone Builders Hour. All Praise right. God. Praise God. Praise God for change. You know, we're we're going to a 30-minute format. So we're going to be on for a half hour at our same time slot on Wave 94. That's 94.1 there in Tallahassee and also on our podcast station. Yes, the seven that we have, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google, Apple, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and did I forget anything? Uh, we'll, 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 we'll pick it up on the end. There's something that's in the Google. I said that. Oh, Google Music. Yeah. Okay. Praise God to have such a blessing where we're on so many stations that we can't even name them all. And, and we need we need to, for you to contact your station managers and say, hey, we want the Stone Builders Hour. And, uh, and, and Well, I guess we're going to have to change that to the Stone Builders Half hour. Oh, <laughs> wow. We could still say this. But, but it's only going to be 30 minutes, remember? Oh. <laughs> but, but we're on weekly. Yes. And, uh, we'll keep uh, our time. Yes, yep. indeed. So that goes along with change. And we just ask that you just tune in and, and become a, a partner in the Stone Builders. And uh, the Stone Builders Half Hour, praise God. And you can do that by going to our website at welivingstones.org. Uh, that's the host of, uh, you know, that's the underwriter for our program, I guess you can say. In yes, ministry, it is. Yes. That is a five-fold ministry. And uh, we are just so thankful that the Almighty chose us uh, to bring forth the good news based on what we have uh, found in research, but found in biblical history, and also in general history, and the fact that we love the Lord and we want to share uh, what he has to say and how to live and survive, because we are living in some perilous times right now. Yes, we are. And I think the other thing is just asking our audience to be in prayer with us throughout uh, this entire endeavor, because this is a new thing, also a challenge. Um, when I would think about Pastor and I undertaking this uh, at the senior season of our <laughs> life, uh, because sometimes we still believe that we have some gifts to give, and God is always looking for those who are willing to pick up the mantle to continue to live, to show others how to live. And one of the things about working the, the land is you get to see the fruits of your labor. Um, you, you work hard at it, yeah. and it is difficult work. Uh, not so much difficult work as it is strenuous. Yeah. Uh, you have to physically get out and do the work. And sometimes bodies will agree, and sometimes uh. they won't. 
but one thing that you find as the change is happening within the land, and we have changed our landscape a little bit, so yeah, we, we see the fruits yeah. of our labor. So it's always good to see something come out of that, just more than just looking at it and saying, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that. We are very proactive now. Boy, it's like right now building, uh, we have built some garden boxes for our fruits and vegetables so we can survive and let alone grow uh, things for other people. But we um, had to move our garden boxes because of some water issues and things of that nature. We felt it be a, in a different location. So just imagine us old folks moving these garden boxes. But you know what? You as old as you feel. And sometimes I'm feeling pretty good, and other times, dang, man, <laughs> I think about Caleb. I'm a man of 85 with a body of a 45-year-old man. I want that. That's what I'm looking forward to. Praise God. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But as we move uh, forward, one of the things that we ended our program previously is we had questions. Uh, that we did from the audience. And I think it's always important for you to provide input to us on what it is you need, what it is you uh, are looking forward uh, to learning, uh, because this is more than just our show. It's your show, too, because our purpose is to bring you the good news as it pertains to our current situation, and as Pastor alluded to earlier, our current situation is getting very hectic, very, uh, we're so divided now in this country. Yeah. Um, we were talking to one of our neighbors, new neighbors, and one of the things that I love about Durant and love about Oklahoma are the people are so friendly here. Yeah. I mean, people will have conversation with you just standing in line. And we're in the minority here, but you would never know it because it's based on neighbor versus neighbor. Uh, but one of the things in talking to our neighbor, Benny, across the street was he said how he could see the change happening in the in this community because now you have more and more outsiders coming in. Mm. So when you're, you were a native here, you just automatically waved you know, shout out, um, help each other. But as strangers move in, that takes on a they bring new along with them. They're, they they're bring what along they, with them what they're used to. Yes. And if you don't speak, people won't speak. But I do know that since we've been here, it's one of the friendliest towns. It's been refreshing. Yes, it has. Have people talk to you where I don't feel the burden of my race uh, uh, towards anyone, they're just uh, just straight up uh, wanted to have conversations about little things like a license plate. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe we have in God you trust license plate, and the gentleman just stopped by in the parking lot and said, "Man, is that an Oklahoma plate?" Yeah, he said, "I didn't know they had plates like that," and that started a whole conversation about. Yeah, about really nothing, but so much so that we were supposed to be picking up some stuff. The folks had to come and get us because whenever they have a conversation, it's not just hi bye. You you're going yeah, to have a conversation, and then you find out a little bit about them, right? Life, and they, yeah, and people really want to share. And I think what it, one thing that we have in common here in Durant, um, Oklahoma, Bryan County 
is that there's a a greater number of farmers mm-hmm. or people who uh, have land or uh, and they have animals on those lands, you know, cows, goats, uh, uh, chickens. chickens. You yeah. can just walk up and grow up the street here and you'll find about four or five farms with, you know, 10, 20, 30 cows on yeah. them. And that's unusual in your neighborhoods, whereas, yes. you know, you're riding by it and you have tenements of uh, housing or in the community, there's there's no livestock at all. And that's what's unique here is that the amount of people who have livestock. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have some too. But getting back to our questions, uh, I'm, only going, uh, I'm just going to read you the three that we discussed, and then we're going to follow up with the fourth one because we never got to that. But the first one was, how do I receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit? And I thought that was pertinent to how we need to receive God's Spirit in everything that we do. The second one, how can I know God's will for myself? And we talked that we... We talk at length about that, and that's reading your Bible and be in prayer, because that's the only way God's going to be able to reveal to you what he wants you to be doing. Yep. And a lot of times, you know, we say, well, God, I don't know this, I don't know, or I don't have the capability to do this, but just as anything else, if you say uh, in prayer and read your Bible, God will reveal those things to you. And the third one was what kingdom law is at the heart of all relationships. And somehow we, we, we talk about that, we talk about that, but do we really know what it is that's at the heart of it? And, and the basic thing is the golden rule. We want others to do to us as we do to others. And somehow we've spent so much time on talking about the power of God. But just imagine that if everyone practiced the golden rule, how much more powerful as a neighborhood, as a community, as a city, a state, a country, we would be if we were practicing that. And the fourth one we were going to discuss is uh, a little bit later in the program is the fourth one that we didn't get to. And it talks about what sin or the question is what sin particularly blocks the flow of kingdom power. Mm-mm. So um, I know, uh, Pastor, you want to address that or you want to just well, I know you had some other things you wanted to do and then we can maybe come back. Um, well, you talked about the kingdom law. What kingdom law is at the heart of all relationships? Yes, and that one is so important because no one's getting along anymore. Yep. Uh, every it's like we're becoming a predator type society, especially among our youth. Uh, right now, we have black young men in the age between uh, fifteen and I'll just say thirty uh, who. Uh, are um, predators of gun violence. I mean, they are shooting and killing each other and innocent people are falling by the wayside because of relationships. A drug deal gone bad. I'm mad at my mama. I'm mad at my daddy. I'm mad at you as my friend because you disrespected me. And um, and because of uh they're in the world without a, uh, a faith or godly uh, instinct. It's not the right word to say the instinct. Relationship yeah. with the Almighty, 
then it's easy to fall into the wiles of the deceiver because he's having a good time right now. Yes, he's he enjoying is. the conflict of of brother against brother, uh, young men killing each other. Uh, he's really having a great time with this abortion issue right now where there was a leak uh, with the Supreme Court. How do they even do that? I mean, uh, and now all of a sudden, you know, you have all these people who are marching and protesting in front of the uh, Supreme Court Justice House, which is against the law, but they're violating the law. And everyone seems to say that it's okay, unless they come up against your house. <laughs> so they come up to you walking up and down the street, mad at some of the decisions that you made to see what you and how you would react to that. But... It's like at the heart, that relationship, uh, we got wars and rumors of war uh, there in Ukraine. And it seems like we just keep on giving them $44 billion here, $55 billion there, $7 million there. It's like, what is this all about? Um, there's shortages of formula for babies. Yes, yep. There's so many the things. The marketplace is taking a hit in many areas. Um, next is going to be our wheat so you better start learning how to make your own brick <laughs> or, and stock up on some flour because you may need it. Well, here in Oklahoma, we found out that because of some of the drought issues yes. that farmers and wheat are really having a rough time. So if, the, if we don't get no rain here or that area of the state that they're growing, because uh, we've been getting some rain down here. Yes, we have. <laughs> We're in southern Oklahoma, but uh, that's going to create the increase in um prices yep it sure will well you know we're going to take a short break and come back and after that we'll discuss what sin particularly blocks the flow of kingdom power yeah i want to find out too and also just to see what else uh, you'd like to for us to follow up with um we're always looking for your input um at welivingstones.org stay tuned and we'll be right back by wisdom a house is built And through understanding, it is established. And through knowledge, its rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasure. End quote. Powerful stuff. The Bible here, in the words of Solomon, are telling us how to build a strong relationship, a strong marriage, a successful home, and a strong family. Hi, I'm Cheryl Bolt. I met Pastor Gary Montgomery and his wife, JC, at Living Stones International while working here at Wave 94. I love Pastor Gary and JC. I love their hearts. I love their passion for the families who are affected by incarceration. Imagine how you would feel if you were unable to be with your children because of choices you now regret, choices that landed you in prison. We may never know the difference LSI, Livingstones International, is making for these families. What if LSI didn't have the funds to reach out to the children whose mom or dad or both were serving time? This is why I became a monthly LSI sponsor. Would you please consider giving to help support this important ministry? Give whatever God leads you to give as a one-time gift or as a monthly sponsor. Your giving will change lives and will encourage Pastor Gary and JC to continue the work they now are so committed to do. Go to their website, welivingstones.org, or Google Livingstones International Tallahassee and support this worthwhile ministry. Thank you.
Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Montgomery. We are in the house and uh, we're in the last segment of the program. So we are going to talk about what sin blocks the flow of kingdom power. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I know everybody want to know about that. But uh, the, that was the last question that the audience had uh, wrote to us. And uh, and if you still want to um, uh, send a, a question to us, you can go to our website, welivingstones.org. Uh, just click on contact and you can send it either to JC, myself, or even info. Yes. Uh, a lot of different ways that you can contact us. But what sin particularly blocks the flow of kingdom power? Do you know? <laughs> Do you know? But right now we're going to give you the answer and you will find the answer in Matthews 18, 21 through 35. You got to read the, the latter part of that. And it says, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until 70 times seven. And what is dealing with this sin? How many times must I forgive my brother? Seven times by seven times. And when you fall down seven times, so you sin again, you just pick up and you keep on going. But the latter part of that is about a young man who went to uh, his Lord uh, that he owed a lot of money to. And uh, the Lord wanted to collect the debt from this young man. And, uh, and, hey, I ain't got the money. I can't pay you back. And the Lord said, hey, throw him, his wife, and take everything that he has in order to get my money back. Where's my money? And um, and the young man pray, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. And he has such compassion. Uh, the Lord has such compassion over the young man that he forgave the young man's debt. And the young man, you would think he would have been grateful and thankful, but he went out to his other people that owed him a little bit of money. He started choking people by the neck, beating up folks, where my money? He went to everybody else and took their money and persecuted those people. And the word finally got back to the Lord uh, that said, did you know the man that you forgive is not doing, he's not forgiving anyone but persecuting everyone? And when the Lord heard that, he called the young man back in and took him and threw him in jail. Family too. Yes. <laughs> so whatever sin you have will become greater sin if you're not doing what the Lord wants you to do. And your family goes along, along with, with the program. And, and I was going to say, that's true for a lot of situations. When families get into trouble or one member of the family gets into trouble, how it affects everybody. Yeah. Uh, mother, father, or even if it's a single household, it affects everyone in that family. And you have to bear the brunt of that. So sin, the sin that particularly blocks the flow of kingdom power, I think, is the law of unforgiveness. It's usually what people uh, don't even do for themselves because you know sometimes we feel guilty about something and we don't forgive ourselves um, a lot of times you hear pastor speak on that when he was in the prison that was one of the biggest guilt trips and that goes for the women too that they feel so bad that they feel as though they can't be forgiven and God always asks what do you mean I already forgave you so who are you to question my forgiveness but, you know, one thing, God does forgive us. He forgives us. He forgives us. 
I believe Psalm 103, 12 talks about that. Uh, as far as the east, it reads, as far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Like as the father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame. And you know what that means? He remembered that we are dust. Right. So we cannot do anything. And God is there to help us through that situation. Um, we cannot continue to sin and expect forgiveness for everything because what? We're supposed to be coming just like God, holy in all his ways. And first John one seventeen lays it out for us as well because it reads, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and the, mm. and his word is not in us. So we know that God forgives, but we need to act as though we're forgiven, and not only act as though we're forgiven, but don't betray ourselves by putting false falsehood in our mouth by saying, oh, you know, I never sin. I never do this. I never do that. Yeah. When we all know we all fall short. <laughs> oh, God. Help me. I need an extension cord. Help me. I fall short. But, you know, just as we talk about forgiving oneself and also forgiving others who have trespassed against you. You also have to forgive God the Almighty. Because a lot of times when tragedy befiles us or, or a situation will happen, um, uh, death, uh, we tend to blame God. Yes, we do. We get mad at God. You know, the death of a child or a spouse leaves or a child is rebellious. We blame God the Almighty. And he's up there saying, what? <laughs> and, 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 and so you have to forgive God because we don't know the mind of God. We don't know. All I know is that he's been around from the beginning and will be around after the end. Yes. So, um, so to blame God for everything, we're just part of a master plan. Uh, we don't understand why we're here sometimes, but while you're here, you should do the best that you can with what you have. And you also got to forgive your family because... Some families are so dysfunctional that they bring such heartache, such pain, um, broken homes, uh, father absence, uh, um, growing up without parents and being in foster care so much that we need to forgive. And and we got to forgive everyone who has any type of uh, slight or anger against us. And uh, it's the way of God. It's the way that Yeshua walked. Yeshua just, boy, he was an awesome young man to um, learn a young man, even at 30 years old, to have so much knowledge and to be able to walk the walk and talk to talk. <laughs> what a mighty God we serve. And then go around healing people too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because that's his way. Because forgiveness, and that's why 
he came to forgive us of our past transgressions. And that is the key to having kingdom power. That's why he was able to do all the healings. That's why he was able to perform the greatest feats that those folks had ever seen in their lifetime because he came with no guilt. He came with no uh, animosity towards anyone. He, he had, um, so we have no confidence in just ourselves, nor God. We block our success. We block our, our kingdom power. And that's one of the things that I think is one of our greatest downfalls sometimes as a people is that we look to others to give us forgiveness, but then we don't want to be forgiving anyone else of, of our past transgressions. And we're all guilty. I know I am. And sometimes we, we don't think we see it, but it, it is there. And so um, one of the things that I love about this last, this last uh, question is it does allow us to open up and to evaluate the kind of person that we are and who will become and how we are perceived by others and our, within our immediate family and, and so forth. That's true. That's why, uh, boy, I have so much more to say. <laughs> this program is warmed up, huh? Uh, we're almost coming to the end, Pastor. Oh, Lord, we'll just go ahead and um, in our in with our prayer because I wanted to talk about moving forward and and getting emotionally unstuck from yesterday's thinking and living and uh, and pursue God's dream. That's why we're here in in Oklahoma to restart a life in a new territory. Yes, you know. Um, uh, it says to enlarge my territory and cause me no harm. And that's Jabez. Praise God. But Lord, we just thank you for the opportunity to to share the good news and share our voices with uh, strangers, dear Lord. But Lord, you know everyone down to the strand on their head, Father. Yes. And we just ask that you just bless each and every one who who are listening and and within arm's uh, reach, Father, that you just give them uh, the blessing of healing. We have a young man uh, uh, who has pneumonia, and we just ask that you heal him right now and and and, and help the medical staff, uh, our children and our children's children. We just ask that you embrace them, Father, and keep them out of harm's way as they move forward, dear Lord. I just ask that you just bless my wife, dear Lord. As we are in a strange territory. Yes. (laughs) And as it is being enlarged, Father, keep her uh, mentally alert and physically strong in her faith to keep me going, dear Lord. Uh, We need each other more than ever, dear Lord. And so I just ask that you just bless everyone who's listening today and and those who will listen tomorrow. In the mighty name of Yeshua, say thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. All right. We'll tune in next week. Next week. We'll be on on schedule. Half hour. (laughs) 